There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Guten Tag, wie geht's? All right, that's it for my German. Welcome to the uh, Tuesday Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 107 on Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Much to discuss on a productive Tuesday. That's right. And you know uh, it. here's my productive tip for the day. If you're traveling and you're leaving out of the country, always, always, always have a copy of your passport that you carry in a different place yes. than where you carry your yes. passport. Yes, and you told me about I that. I did tip. tell okay, you tell about that. Tell us why, because that is not a, a, a no-brainer. Well, but like people don't be. do it. People no, I don't know. Do That's it. why I'm saying that I've never done that. So tell me why. Okay, so the reason why you do that, in case you lose your t- passport while you're traveling, okay, you have you have a copy of it so that you can get your expedited passport very simply, easily. Got it efficiently so i get this panicked phone call this morning at right as the oscar nominations were going to be 820 820 that's right and and i see it's my dad and i think well i know he's going to mexico because he i talked to him yesterday and he was worried about duluth might get like eight inches of snow last night and he had like a 6 a.m flight out of Duluth to get to Minneapolis to connect to us. So he was just hoping, you know, there wouldn't right. be any delays because when he went to Mexico in December, he had a snow delay. For some <laughs> reason, my dad loves to go on Tuesdays because of the airfare is Whoa, cheaper. And smart man. Okay. So I get this phone call and I think, oh, he's just, at first I wasn't even going to answer because I right. thought, oh, he's just calling to say, oh, I'm getting I'm ready. on the road. I'm on the road and blah, blah, blah. And I thought I can listen to the message. And I thought, oh, answer the phone and I answer the phone. I don't know what I did with my pair, my passport. Somewhere between uh, getting off the plane and getting down to my new gate, I don't know where my passport is. I got to go get a new I passport. I love that he calls you. In an hour. And <laughs> I I'm love like, that he calls you. I know. I'm like, Dad, you're not going to get a passport. Now. Where's the copy of your passport? Right. Well, it's I don't. I didn't bring it. I always bring that to Europe, but I never bring it to Mexico. I said, okay. Mm. Well, just a second. I got to talk, talk to the Delta lady. I guess I'm not going to be able to make the flight. And you're on hold. Well, he's just yelling, uh-huh. the pen's not working, and there's all this background noise. And, I mean, I feel for him because oh, that's panic, panic at the disco. Oh, Absolutely. And so I said, Dad, I, 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 it's going to cost me $500. Where would it be? Maybe it's on the damn plane. Who knows? I don't know where I did with it. And I'm what like, is Mary doing, his wife, during all this? I believe she had to board her flight. 
for wow. Mexico with this other couple that okay, they were with. Without him. So he's just standing out there having a hissy fit. As well, one would. Yeah, as one well, he wants to, to go on his trip. So I'm like thinking, Oh my God. I've 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 got a hydrofacial at Dr. Right. I've got I'm going to LA tomorrow, Dad. I really can't be bothered. And he he just said, he goes, Is Casey on? I know Casey will help me because he doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's true. All he, he works out. That's a big no, part of his and he work. He does you know. a ton of community service work, right? But on Tuesday, I know he's just out there, you know, happily, you know, brushing off the little bit of snow that fell. So I said, let me get him. And so Casey went out to the airport. Then he had to call me, and he's like, we need to go get a passport. And he's trying to keep my dad calm. And I'm so, like, go to Walgreens in Highland Village, and then take River Road downtown because just the yeah, roads yeah, were kind of yeah. you know there's oh my gosh yeah oh yeah yeah and so they get down there has to do all this paperwork this that and the other thing i think he picked up his new passport at two o'clock five hundred dollars later and he could go tonight but he said with the luck i've had i'm not landing at the cancun airport at twelve thirty at night so do you have him as a guest now yes he's oh. leaving tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> so the moral of the story is you have a guest. Carrie And you know, when I traveled with your dad and Casey, we went on our uh, Mediterranean cruise for his 80th, mm-hmm. I was like the passport lady. Everyone would have their passport. Right. Well, and then you were we like go a mom. Through. Yes. And then I was the mom. <laughs> yep. Give me the thing. Give me the thing. Yep. Everybody, I've got everybody's copies of everything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, my dad has traveled to Mexico so much and so often. And... I don't know why, what he did, because to me, if it had landed, like where that someone could have seen me, it, that seems odd they to me that they, they don't have something, because when I was traveling, uh, remember, Bill and I were going to Vancouver, and I, we were t- connecting through Detroit, and I forgot my passport, and, but we had one, they approved all the paperwork and everything, so That I, was before 9-11. Yeah. That's why. I don't think it was, Laurie. Oh, wasn't it? Was no. it after 9-11? Yeah, it was. But I just. But maybe it was still when we used to be able to go to Canada, no, Mexico needed, with a driver's license. No, you license. needed a passport. Right. But I was able to do it at the airport, so yeah. I'm kind of surprised there isn't a way to resolve that at the airport. Because you know, my purse got stolen in in Kentucky Derby, and we came home right. without a driver's license. Right, and they can take care of that. They can call Washington. Yeah, that's been handled. <laughs> I've done that twice. Hotline. Yeah, the hotline. Yeah, yeah, they can do that. So yeah, but anyway, he. Oh, I just five hundred. Wow. Well, that's really good advice. Yeah, so and I, I always have a picture, and don't put it in your suitcase. You know, carry it, carry it carry with it you, you yeah. so just someplace in a different, different place, place from your passport. Right, mm-hmm. that's great advice. It's just a good idea. Because I would have never thought of that. Because a lot of times, too, you need your like. I carry my passport. Like if we're going into Playa del Carmen, um, and you want to change money, you need your passport. Or a copy of your passport to exchange money. Mm -hmm. So you're taking stuff in and out quite a few, quite a few. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I was just like, holy crap! (laughs) Where's Casey? He doesn't have anything to do. Casey doesn't have a job. (laughs) Get him out to the airport. Where am I? Go. I I don't know. Well, I'm at gate F four. I said, Dad, walk out the ticketing level. And find a door and look up at it, and then Casey will come to that door. He was just so 
rattled and yeah, he'd gotten up at three in the morning. No, I, I and don't blame him. He was all, all he'd been packed since last sometimes. Friday. Oh, he is like you. He'd been what since last packed, Friday? Packed. Like, like father, like daughter. Yeah. Oh, the old apple tree. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing I hate about traveling. What? Packing. Oh, I love packing. Ah. So much fun. Uh, well, well, that was all going on. I was watching a lovely tennis match between Nadal and someone else we beat in straight sets. Yeah. And then our new boyfriend from Greece. Uh, you no, know, he's only 20. Titipus or Sitipus. Yeah. What's his Stefano. name, Donnie? Just call him Stefano. No, I like his last name better. Oh, Titipus. No, Titipus. It's like... T-S-I-T-S-I... It's like tzatziki sauce. No, it's it goes tzatz. That's the sound. Tispus. No, forget it, Julia. All right. Well, Donnie will correct me. Stefano tzatziki. Oh, his other name is so much better, but he is delicious and dreamy. And he's going to play Nadal next. I don't love him that much. But one thing, you know, there's such a big following for him. And he he beat Federer, which was a big bummer for me because I love Federer. Yeah. But I learned in watching the Australian Open this morning at like oh, 5 a.m. or something that the second largest population of Greek people is in Australia. Did you know that? I never knew that. Greece, then Australia. Hmm. That's where they are. All you right. want to meet a good Greek man. So will the finals be this weekend? Yeah, yeah, but they've got a long way to go. And Serena is just, she's so good. Kicking butt. She's so good. Donnie, do you know his name? I'm sorry. It was The Greek guy, the Greek guy. Oh, uh, Sissipas. 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 Stefano Sissipas. Okay, yeah. he's really dreamy. He's 20. I know. So he's younger. He's younger than both of your boys because I had to look him up. doesn't matter. He has been well-traveled as a tennis player. I don't think he's dreamy that way. I just like his energy. He points to his little sister in the stand. She's my mascot. Okay. I mean, he's he's, just fun. Fun new energy. He's just fun new energy. Yeah. Exactly. Is he playing the doll? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh. They were playing tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be... And isn't there an American in it, too? No? I don't know if he got, will Nadal beat him today? Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil for people who've taped. But yeah. tonight it's a big Serena match. Yeah. Okay. But she'll kick back. She's winning it all. I'm just going to say that right okay. now. Okay. You're it's going very, out on a big uh, tennis limb. I am going out on a big tennis limb. So. All right. Well, uh, we need to go. It's time to. Is it over? Is our show over? Not over. But when we come <laughs> back, it's our story we can't get enough of. And of course, it involves Oscars. Yeah. Yes, here we are, the 76th Oscars, and he's still gold. His hip is titanium, but he's still gold. <laughs> All right, there we go. There's there a we Billy go. Crystal Oscar song. There you go. Okay, so the Oscars were happening this morning, and lots of ways that Oscar did and didn't make history, but all I could focus on was Bradley, Bradley Cooper's Cooper been shunned. He's been Argoed. Yeah. He's been Argoed, Donnie. Uh, okay. Uh, and they're I mean, always and for no reason. Yeah, they're always snubs on Oscar days. <laughs> right? Donnie wants to hates that word, the snub. Some snubs are bigger than others because they're so unexpected. And this year's number one Oscar snub is Bradley Cooper for Best Director, even though A Star Is Born got eight nominations, but it didn't get the big ones. No, and that's what happened to Ben Affleck with Argo. Mm-hmm. He directed it, starred in it, and Argo won. Best picture. The last time a 
good fan movie favorite one. one. <laughs> a good okay. movie one that people actually went to. Yeah, so if Bradley Cooper can have an Argo situation and his movie wins Best Picture, it will have been worth it because that's what happened to Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. He was snubbed as director, uh, but I the movie remember. won Best uh-huh, Picture. So Because it got nominated for Bradley Cooper Best Actor, Lady Gaga, Sam Elliott, yay, for supporting Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Song, Best Cinematography, and Best Sound Mixing. So, I mean, he was nominated uh, for that, but it does seem nuts, again, like it did with Ben Affleck with Argo, that it gets a Best Picture nom and not the director. So, and Spike Lee just got his very first Oscar nomination, and he's been doing movies for 30 plus years. I know. So, well, let's go over it. So, the best movie, best pictures, Mm. Black Klansmen, let's raise our hands. Did we like, did we not like? I didn't see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to do it that way. No. You've got a better way. I do. Let me just follow you. You're in charge now. (laughs) Well, just it's too boring to go through it bit by bit, but here's just something for the stars born. It is the third time an actress has been nominated for the movie A Star is Born. Ooh. Lady Gaga. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand was not nominated Boy, for she, an she uh, so... Academy Award. Was it Judy Garland? Judy Garland and Janet Gaynor Janet were nominated. She was robbed. I know. That's that so my... would have been a, 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 a snub back one. in the day. All three leads of The Favorite, Olivia Coleman, Rachel Weisz, and Emma Stone. The last time that happened in a movie where your three lead actresses was Gone with the Wind. Oh, oh long time It ago. never happens. No. So that was kind of interesting. Ooh, okay. And Black Panther is the first superhero movie to earn a Best Picture nom. And if you'll remember, the reason why we even get eight to ten Best Pictures is the year Dark out. Knight. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So that was so good. They so left that out. Black Panther is the first superhero movie, so that's that's like exciting for them. But why only eight best pictures when they could have done ten? Because they just maybe maybe they have they had maybe snub. it's a percentage. Maybe it's a percentage. If it's such a low percentage, anything under five percent, they say forget it. It's not enough. Maybe that's where the cutoff is. It, it, no, Julie is right about yeah. that. I feel like I am. Yeah, but it, uh, it, it's it's not a mandatory 10. It has to have a certain number of votes. I think Chris Hewitt explained this to yeah. us once. It has to have a certain number of votes, and then it just don't. If it doesn't have enough to the lower threshold. So that's it. it. Eight's all eight. we got. Okay. Right. And then um, Mark Shaman will be eligible for an EGOT because he's won the Grammy and the Tony and the Who's Emmy. He? he is the guy who scored and wrote all the music for Mary Poppins. Oh, okay. So he could be a possible. Uh, EGOT. We didn't even let's go back to the nominations for best picture. Yeah, Black Klansman, yep. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. And you said, Lori, on Rotten Tomatoes, we have we've got some firsts here. Roma is a Netflix movie that has never been screened. It's been screened like once or twice in a main, in a main theater. So that's a well, net- it was showing at theaters here. Oh yeah. Before it went to Netflix. Yeah. Just it like, was? yes, yeah. it was. Oh, I thought it was made for. I'm Bradley trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Netflix. No, it was. They produced the movie. So, right. um, but then it became available for streaming on Netflix right after the first of the year. But it was, it played at Rosedale and I mean, it was playing in theaters in okay. December. But I think, okay, for Bohemian Rhapsody and Vice, they might be the worst best picture nominees ever, those two movies, as far as the scoring on Rotten Tomatoes. For best pictures, they said there's never been a best picture nomination that's ever been below seventy percent, and those both those movies are in the sixties. Like that's yeah. Of course, the critics don't get a vote in Oscars. No, I know yeah. that, but just if you look at yeah. you know look at it, they just said they could be considered the worst reviewed yeah. Yeah. crop of best picture nominees right. in recent years, and then the people don't like Roma. That has a low score from right, people. but it's been no- nominated for the most awards, 10 awards. Yeah. And you've got each of the women starring it, one Best Actress and one Best Supporting Actress. Oh, those are surprises. And it's uh, it's also nominated for Best Foreign Film and Best Picture. Well, that Alfonso Cuaron. He's going to win. With the four individual nominations as producer, director, writer, and cinematographer, that ties him with Warren Beatty, who did that with Heaven Can Wait and Reds. One of my favorite movies ever, Heaven Can Wait. It's so Julie good. Christie. I love that movie. Alan Menken got the producer, director, writer, and cinematography noms for Alan, or for Beauty and the Beast. And then the Coen brothers for No Country for mm-hmm. Old Men. So he's in rare company in that regard as for his director uh, nominations. I don't know. I... I also thought the Won't You Be My Neighbor in documentary category. Well, people love that, and it was nominated. It was a nominated. No. Like, we, the documentaries, it's not that often that you have documentaries that are wildly popular that people see. I give you RBG. Right. And Won't You Be My Neighbor. Neither of them. Oh, Lord. So. The only big bummer, I think. I mean, having Roma get nominated in Best Actress, the Yalitza Apicaro. Yeah. I, you know I'm Aparicio, pronouncing. Aparicio, I think. Thank Aparicio. you. And Marina uh-huh. de Tavera. You know Marina de Tavera. You know I'm pronouncing it yeah. wrong. <laughs> they took it away from a couple other people, but you know, they got it. So yeah. that's something. I think, here's my fear. What's your fear? Roma's going to win everything. Every single thing. <laughs> and it's a movie that not many people like. Yeah. And that's, you know... And then Willem Dafoe for at Eternity's Gate, which I've never even heard of that movie. Nope. For Best Actor. Oh, he plays Vincent Van Gogh. Okay, but have you seen it? Has anyone seen it or heard of it? No, Opened I saw anywhere? the story they did on uh, uh, the CBS Sunday Morning exactly. about a month ago. did a story right. on him in the movie. No, but the other yeah. big one is, yeah, what's so the for Best Director, they only, for Best Picture, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right. For Best Director, they only nominate five right, people. Right, right. So someone's going to get Argoed every year. Right. But one of them is for this movie that just, I swear, came out on New Year's Eve, Cold War. It's a Polish film. Yes. And it just literally came out. And so it's nominated for Best Director. If you're going to nominate someone for Best Director, I feel like they should have a Best Picture category. 
I mean, if your best director, well, that you picture one, better like that be guy good. took Bradley Cooper's spot. Well, right. Yeah. But if you're going to be nominated for best director, you should have a best picture nom. I don't, I don't think yeah, that's fair. That doesn't always, I, I believe Steven Spielberg did not get a directing nomination for The Color Purple, but the movie did. Yeah, it's just like Ben Affleck. I, I mean, we just talked ah, about that. Sure we're about robbed. That. Well, I mean, that is why someone will always be Argoed or spiked or whatever you want to say it every year, because they'll have eight to ten best pictures and only yeah, five yeah. directors. Right, okay, right. here is what I'm excited Good about. Good thing they didn't do the popular one. Oh, for crying out loud. Well, maybe it's kind of like what it is. Right. You know, Bohemian Rhapsody, that was right? a popular film with movies. People go to movies. It was, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Well, we'll come back to this. There's, there's, there's other stuff about it, but I mean, they're celebrating today over at A Star is Born. We've sent Bradley Cooper a box of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's probably the only thing he wanted to be nominated for, to be honest. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon. It's everything Oscar nomination. They were announced earlier this morning. Black Panther was nominated for several Oscars, including Best Picture. And also people talking about mm, whether or not they're enjoying some of the nominees for Best Picture. Well, you can decide for yourself. Thank you for not using the word snub. Snub, we had a whole segment, Donnie, on the reason why the word snub is misused Thank you. for award shows. Nobody was snubbed. There were people who just were not nominated. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You're welcome. I'd like to thank the Academy. Uh, Taylor Swift trending. She's confirming her cat's movie role with a selfie on the London set of that film. And also trending, Kay Ballard, the Broadway legend and star of sit- the sitcom The Mothers-in-Law, has passed away today. So mourning the loss of a legend at 93. That's what's trending here at My Talk and get rewarded for listening to My Talk. My Talk 1071's app includes listener rewards prizing. You can enter to win a pair of Fitbit Charge 3 fitness trackers to start your new year off right. Other prizes this month include gift cards to Michaels, Cheers, Pablo, Panera, Chipotle, and more. Get the app or go online and register with our listener rewards at MyTalk1071.com. Now time for the weather with Donnie. Thank you. Uh, looks like it's going to be cloudy tonight. 8 for the low, partly sunny. 20 for your high tomorrow, but then we've got some very cold weather moving in by the time Thursday rolls around. More on that later. 19 in clouds right now at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com Ain't nobody else that I be under. Beautiful, beautiful life right now. Beautiful, beautiful night right now. No, no, no. Hey, Ballard. Oh my funny gosh. Lady. She's so Funny, oh, funny, yeah. funny, loudmouth yes. lady. Mm-hmm. She just passed away yesterday at the age of 93. And seriously, if you saw a picture of her, you would recognize her, at least if you're a person of a certain age. But uh, she was a mainstay in uh, television. Yes. And remember, she was with Eve Arden in that oh, show, yeah, The Mother's yeah, yeah. Mother. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, just like on Access Hollywood today, like they had to do the Oscars for a little bit and then they couldn't wait. Uh, Kit and Natalie Morales. They couldn't wait to talk about The Bachelor. <laughs> so we've got Marley McMillan for the uh, discussion of The Bachelor. Who can wait to talk about this? Oh you know what? I really like Colton as a bachelor. What He's a refreshingly good bachelor. Really? I think he is. 
I love he's, that you say that. I haven't heard anybody say that. Yeah, no, I like him. I like him on Twitter. Yes. I think he's very funny in on the show. Uh, I like his. He's just so maybe because the last one yes. Ari was so bad, terrible. He was just a terror. I am enjoying Colton. Colton is like Sean Lowe, kind of. Yeah, it's just getting back to the basics of having shirtless scenes and shower scenes, and then you are right. Colton is living his best life on Twitter, and we see some good personality from him there. Very I much know. so. I am. I'm liking him more and more. Yeah, I really am. So, uh, what were uh, your thought about? It? I mean, basically. I mean, I just about had a heart attack when the one-on-one date involved like 20 kids. I know. I at know. a park. And so I, I thought know. that girl handled it really well. So oh. they go on a one-on-one. Colton and Elise, he says, uh, I know you thought this was a one-on-one, but it's actually a group date. And she gets really sad for a second. And then 30 children run out. Ooh, and they're oh, in an amusement park. How fun. And people on Twitter were going, oh my gosh, that's not fun. That is a, that is a chore. Yeah. But she handled it. She was like good. About I know. It. I know. She was really nice. But it was funny seeing the moms be like, "That is not a fun experience right? having thirty kids, kids at an amusement park." No, I would be nervous. <laughs> I would be a nervous wreck. Yeah, making sure no one fell off. Anything. And I am dying yeah. laughing over the reference to the older girls at the ages of thirty one and thirty two as the. Old girls who are cougars. Yes, yes. They Demi, call them just old girls? Yes, literally. Yeah. Demi, who's 23, she makes all these references and goes, well, if I were an older, older girl, girl on this show, I, I would it. be scared. I'd be or, scared of all these yeah. beautiful young blondes mm-hmm. that are... Yeah, or I think it's really brave that yeah. Elise came and told him that she's 31. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I know. Like, he doesn't know their ages. Of course he knows their ages. He has profiles on everybody. The way she talks about them is like they're dead in a graveyard. Remember? They have a whole bag of bones. Right, but they have no social media. They have no phones. They can't watch any TV. They can't read anything. I mean, they must sit around and... Come up with different lines. How am I going to be interesting today? Totally. Without reading about Mm -hmm. it. All they have to do is think about how to be entertaining and also about Colton. That's the producers. All they want them to think about is those things. I did think that the the two group dates were kind of fun. You know, the pirate extravaganza and then the strong woman contest was hysterical. (laughs) The strong woman contest was funny. The pirate off was, I I, I think that was either an intern that's never done a date before before. or someone that's done it for so long they have no ideas left. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, let's just have everyone dress up as a pirate, pirate and then pretend to be American gladiators? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so but that the was, strong oh woman gosh. thing, I mean, I, that was a strong been woman thing. Oh. It was a strong man competition. Okay. So with among the women, though, so they had to like pull cars and, you know, pick up giant tires. wheels, oh, tires. Heavy stuff. Yes. And uh, and run around and, you know, pull chains and I stuff like that. I would have been the girl who was trying to push the 100 pound cake in the sand that didn't even go an inch. That would have yeah, been me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, couldn't get it to go, but see, it's funny because I was talking with my best friend on the mm-hmm. podcast, yeah. and uh, and she doesn't play any sports, and I, you know, play a lot of sports, right. and so um, I, my first initial reaction was like, oh, I wouldn't want to do this competition on a date, like I wouldn't want to come out from the competition having won. Sure, because you know you'd be too athletic. I I don't know. Well, I I just said like I would. I don't think I'd want to win that. Like I don't really want to like show off how big my biceps are or something but on don't you date. think someone can already and then, see and then my friend was like that's funny because I would never have that reaction and because she, she doesn't play any sports or something yeah, right. whereas like I, I'm always trying to I would, just to, I would, I would never have that 
my, my traps. Okay, you're you know? funny because I would have never had that reaction either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. I guess. But that's because you have an athlete's body. So, Mm-mm. I mean, what I do you make of the pageant rivalry between Caitlin and Hannah yes. B? Are they, yes. How long are we going to We're talking about The bachelor. bachelor. Was this The Bachelor or was this the beauty pageant, pageant. showdown? Uh, Hannah B and Caitlin, they don't like each other. Um, Hannah B, I don't know, she scares me. She's too happy. She's the face. one who said the monster's <laughs> inside of her. Yeah, she says, I have a beautiful monster inside of me. And it made me think of the Oprah line, like... When Oprah says when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Believe them, right. I know. I feel like Hannah is telling us she's crazy. Yeah. So she's probably <laughs> crazy. Like There's a little bit of that out there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like she's got a weird, crazy look in her eye a little bit. Yeah. She's so happy. She looks like she's about to, you know, I don't know, pop a blood vessel in her neck right. or something like that. So I, I you know, I they're both lying. They're or they're both saying the same thing about one another and you can't tell who's okay. lying. The more believable one at this point is Kaylin. Right. How many Do- are we are down to? right now uh what oh, are we at maybe 20 or something like that yeah, there's still, still too there. many for me to know their names somewhere between 15 and 20 yeah yeah wow somewhere I, like that i did think that elise is that the one who had the date with all the kids yeah they had a good one-on-one date she's so cute and i have to say uh, colton i felt the most attracted to him because of how attracted he was to her yeah in those moments they looked really cute and she does seem really really sweet i like her yeah i like her too i also <laughs> had to laugh at um <laughs> The uh, the young girl the the twenty three year old Demi the, the Demi yes that, yeah was it a, and maybe it's from watching Unreal because Julia and I love that show oh I but, loved it um, oh, this do you was think funny. that was a producer's idea for her to blindfold them and then spank them I think we have to assume the producers okay. had involvement in that because I don't think Demi just brought a disembodied hand right to that's the Bachelor true, yeah. she, she had a fake hand <laughs> that she was using to grope him with I mean more okay, respect that's really if, funny if she did bring it you but. know. Like, I had those as Halloween costumes for my dogs. Yeah, totally. I had one, too, like yeah. a bloody yeah. hand. Yeah. So, yeah. Julia, she had this hand, and she's pulling it down his body, getting to his crotch, <laughs> and going like, are you nervous? nervous? Are you nervous? And he's blindfolded, and she spanks him with a paddle. Oh, and- my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is he, and you like him more, do you like him on the show, or you just think he's clever on Twitter? Because that both, could be someone I else. I like him on the show. You I, do. I kind of do. I kind of am right. enjoying him as The Bachelor. He is not bugging me. I'm enjoying this show, and, and they're certainly giving him a good uh, kind of showcasing. Yeah, They really want people to be on his side, and he does seem like a nice guy, but he seems like Sean Lowe. You know, he's kind of like a spoon of vanilla ice cream, and yeah. then he seems to have more personality on Twitter. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. You're a good guy on there. You're light and fluffy and the season's fun and quirky. And and he got Colton just at Colton. That was available. Yeah. Good for That's him. Kind of wow. unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe you he know? had that just because he was in the NFL days and knew the hot maybe. thing or something. But that's maybe. legit. Oh my gosh. That's a legit Twitter okay, handle. Okay. So what are, you, what are you looking forward to with these women? Is, are any of the... That woman that looked like a 90-year-old woman because she did too many injectables, is she still on? Okay, I would say that Catherine, Catherine had a little bit of a comeback, although she did. She went home. Yeah. She's well, not she on the did. All right, so she she's had home. a comeback but on a group date. How surprising was Catherine's performance in the Strong Woman competition? That girl. She was good. She was really good. She was athletic and yeah. strong. Yeah. So Yeah, she knew Taekwondo yeah. or whatever. Oh, and she was... I was surprised about that. There were yeah. like three good girls in that uh, in that competition, and she was one of them. Yeah, she was yeah. a surprising one. She did go home. We will remember her forever, though, and maybe she'll show up on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, she has. Okay, to. how about her voice too, though? Can I ask you guys about that? Yeah. Like, 
Okay, not only her look and her body and everything just remind me of L.A. Uh And a certain look and like Kardashian. But even her voice was like, are people having things done to their voice to make them sound like that? No, I think she's doing that vocal fry. Okay. Because you can, I can change, you know, you could all. Yeah. We can't do it really, but you could because you're more talented vocally. Oh, I (laughs) I mean, you could. You could do it. We can. She has that like all the time rasp, which I feel like is almost trendy. I've heard so many chicks. Bradley Cooper did that for he learned how to be raspy for singing for for Jackson Maine in The Star is Born. And he's getting no love. He was good in that movie. Yeah. Well, he got a best actor. Actor. He got eight nominations, but we're just kind of like. He was good. I was I was impressed. he, He did not get the best director nom nomination so people were like well that's what happened to ben affleck he got argoed he didn't get best director but the movie won you best think picture sh- okay that's all wait do you think it'll win best picture no, at the oscars absolutely not i okay. hope so where did it win best picture i'm out of the loop it i only pay attention it hasn't to the won it hasn't won. she's referring to an old movie <laughs> uh, yeah, i'm referring argo. to the ben oh. affleck argo movie yes. which okay. was a great movie yeah and ben affleck Got Didn't, nominated, yes. but not for director, but the movie okay. won Best Picture, so maybe. If any awards were to come out of A Star is Born, I would think they'd be for Bradley Cooper or the music itself. Well, the song, But other I than think. that, I, I could see it going without the director and anything for Lady Gaga, yeah. too. Well, she's not the favorite. She's yeah. now dropped down to third. Okay. Oh, I know. That movie is you. just faded. It is faded, faded into really? the sunset. What do you mean? Like, are people, they were so hot on it and now it's over? Because it came out earlier than everything else and people oh. lose interest. But Black but Black Panther came back. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. movie came out. Ladies, Black. are you guys excited for the sex? Yes, yes we, we are. just completely just talking about other stuff I now? I know, we are. Are you? We are excited and I, 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 I we need to go over the list again of everyone who we're going to see on Sunday. Um, Lori's going to be brilliant this year because yeah. she hasn't seen one of the movies. Yeah, and oh, really? Um, Julia's seen more I've movies seen, than I've I have. I've seen them. Why haven't you seen them? I don't know. She has. She had her hair clean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I didn't want <laughs> to see because uh, you didn't want to see the favorite. Uh, you didn't want to see. Yeah. You didn't want to see him. Yeah. You guys, I saw stars. How about that look on your face? <laughs> <I know. laughs> she didn't want to see him. Yeah, that is terrible. Like, no excuse. Just didn't want to. I did see Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. And Crazy Rich Asians, which didn't oh, get yeah. any love. Okay. Yeah. Had no nominations. Yeah. I saw Stars Born Alone on Christmas. Oh boy. Yeah. That I is a sad movie. Yeah, I know. To watch on Christmas. <laughs> Did you love it, Marley? You know, I didn't. Um, I thought it was too long. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I. The parts that I enjoyed were the music. I thought the music itself, like the actual songs and and the voices, were really nice. Yeah. And I thought Bradley Cooper was a great actor, but I just think Lady Gaga's not quite there yet in terms of like actually living in a character. Yeah. But remember um, what you famously liked? What? Into the wild. Into the woods. Into the woods. Don't you remember? Oh, into the woods? That that like the, Disney movie? Yeah. Stephen Sondheim. Oh, I remember? think I did like that you movie. You loved yeah. it and we hit it and you're like, what's oh, really? wrong with you girls? I, I also, well, I think we have a lot of those. We yeah. can add it to the list. Unbroken, Unbroken was another one. Oh, yeah. We have a famous history. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes. All right, when's the podcast after the rose going to be ready tomorrow? The, the podcast, You Get a Rose, you will rose be wherever you find your podcast. Say it wrong. Tomorrow, yeah. no worries. Um, yeah, by 3 p.m. tomorrow, okay. Wednesday. Have you so know, much fun in LA, you guys. Thank you. And I think by always saying it wrong, it's like good publicity I for do too. it. You know, because hey. then you have to say, no, it's after the rose. Okay, I love wait it. It wouldn't Marley, be you guys. We have to go. Yeah, right. we're totally um, out of time. All right. We'll <laughs> thank talk you. Up, we'll yeah. talk okay, to you bye. next week. <laughs> bye.
All right, that's Friends by Marshmallow and Anne-Marie, in case you're wondering. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. And Anne-Marie. Uh, Keep oh, it real. Okay, so. Do <laughs> you like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've always okay. wanted those two to All collab right. together. Thank you so much. That's right. <laughs> I've always wanted to happen. Okay. So the show that is uh, having runaway success on. It's second time around. Second time around on Netflix is You, which aired on Lifetime this fall. Mm -hmm. We devoured it, watched it week to week. Mm -hmm. Maybe didn't watch it Sunday night, but we for sure watched it on Monday. We didn't want to have any spoilers. So uh, this show has, people are binging on it like crazy. It's like the second most watched show on Netflix outside of Bird Box. In January, mm -hmm. because there were eight episodes, and we did say, you know, it seems like you, it was a bingeable show. Like it was Carmel you're Candy. You're nothing until you're on Netflix. Yeah, you couldn't stop. I'll yeah. just keep watching it. I'll keep watching it. And Shay Mitchell uh, was on it, and she's from Pretty Little Liars. So, anyway, uh, Penn Badgley, he's been busy on Twitter trying to calm people down who are in love with his stalker character joe right like um somebody tweeted at him you know um about uh his character and he said uh uh well he might let's let's see if he plays it in the audio otherwise i'll find it this show is addictive if you start watching it you understand why why people hang in there you come off you start off the show just seeming like a nice guy we're not really on to you all of the way talk about kind of the evolution of your of your character well it's interesting the way people are talking about him because I've, i i mean i don't find it addictive because i have to be him yeah. he's a pretty he's a pretty reprehensible guy but and you you, you start to discover his true motives Pretty early, early on, on like yeah. eight minutes into the uh -huh. show. Yeah. He's a guy who's capable of stalking. He's a guy who's capable of murder. He's a guy who's capable of a lot of manipulation and abuse. So it's like, so it's this, it's this really interesting thing where you're seeing um, the trajectory of a of a soul of a man, yeah. and he's um, just completely obsessive and compulsive and believing that he's uh, he's operating by the logic of a, of a true romantic. And I think so. What he does yeah. is he takes the tropes that we've seen in romantic comedies movies and shows I've been a part of and many of my colleagues, you know what I mean? And um and it and it totally subverts them by actually following them closely and he comes to this like really kind of terrifying yeah. conclusion. Which is one of the things when I read the Carolyn Kepnes book, You, which this is based on from all from his point of view, it's so twisty and turny and it has just a little bit of a shade of Dexter in it. Mm -hmm. But it has, like, it's it's, absor it's absorbing in a way. Like you were, you just are fascinated with the way this guy is thinking. Now it doesn't have the baggage of being on Lifetime, well, right? So people are just going crazy yeah, binging it binging. on Netflix. And here, in here, Lori, what you were trying to say that Penn Badgley said, uh, you know, that people are like really liking his character. Yeah. So here's here's a woman, Nobia Parker, and she's and she, this is what she wrote on Twitter. Said this already, but at Penn Badgley, it's break is breaking my heart once again as Joe. What is it about him? Question mark with a broken heart. And he goes, sends it back. He's a murderer. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. What is it about him? He's a murderer. A murderer. I, I don't know. understand yeah. why you guys are upset. But he does make you feel a little compassion for him because of his of his life yeah you know exactly. so you feel and so that like dexter like you were saying yeah. you feel a little these people are horrible people right. but yet you still feel some compassion for their experience yeah 
Well, I mean, you know, Dexter got a job. Michael C. Hall, we haven't seen him do much. No, what? not since that well, Donnie awful posted, thing. Remember the crown where he played Oh, Oh, John F. Kennedy. Awful. Yeah, it was bad. Barrel. We just haven't seen. He's going to star in a Kittles commercial, the Broadway or musical. Skittles. Skittles. The Broadway musical for Super Bowl. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> that sounds really poor. It, the play is that an actual like- advertisement for Skittles starring Hall. I, I'm, and it will take place on the same day as the game. This is so weird. I have me. never, okay, so since we've been on this show, maybe about seven years ago, I don't care about the commercials during the Super Bowl anymore. Well, because we see them all ahead of time I know, anyway. It's yeah, like, that's true. and I don't care to, I, it's not like my thing. Yeah. I'd rather watch, you know, the halftime show. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Think about what I'm wearing. To yeah. a Super Bowl party. I mean, there's so many other big things in those damn commercials. I'm not into them anymore. The show, but you're right. They tell us what we're going to yeah, see. Yeah, we see time. everything, Most and they dissect them. them. They dissect them the week of the game. The show that I, that Casey and I binged and watched and finished is Sex Education. Mm-hmm. Did you finish it? No, I'm only two in. Ugh. Yeah, I'm five in. That show it's is Netflix, more than people. a cool title. It's mm-hmm. so, so good. It is... Sweet. It is funny. The fifth episode, I'll just call it, that episodes? is my vagina, yes. was amazing. <laughs> was. How many episodes Eight. are there? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Okay, that's like such a perfect it, number. It's so good, and I wanted to find out why is this movie that's set in England in the right now, and everyone dresses like the 80s in the soundtrack to the 80s, and the show's creator, this woman, Lori Nunn, she said, we all absolutely love the teen genre, particularly the John Hughes films of the 1980s. So we wanted to make the show of the feeling it's an homage or it has this nostalgic backdrop, even though we're talking about contemporary modern themes and stuff for the characters. So The Cure and, you know, we heard mm-hmm. Blister in the Sun. Yeah, I mean, the music's The great. music is almost like another character because <laughs> it it's all 80s music. Sure. And even the fashion is slightly 80s. Mm-hmm. It's really... So it's John Hughes' fault. And if you've watched <laughs> uh, Sex Education, there's nothing. It is like a one-of-a-kind show. Absolutely I fantastic. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. It's award-worthy, but I don't know if they'll go that far as to nominate a show that, it, like It's that. so good. I, I was like looking up all those kids. Yeah, and I mean, Gillian Anderson is going to play Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. Some people will watch Gillian Anderson in anything, anything. she's in. That's You're me. right about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'll watch anything. Yes, absolutely. Oh anything. my gosh, she's so good. Yeah. Well, stick with that show. But the fifth episode, people were going crazy over the. We'll just call it the vagina episode. Vagina gate, huh? Vagina gate. <laughs> well, they tried to do vagina shaming. They did, and they did not have it. Yes. It was so good. It was very. It was the Spartacus of vaginas. <laughs> oh so true. Okay. We gotta go.